these two kings are real bizarre. They always take the joke too far. Rich will learn to play guitar. And I will fuck you in your car. They'll mentally fizz ya. Cause they've got no charisma. Hey guys, it's another week. Eight. Another uh, episode here of the No Charisma Podcast. That's it. I'm Robert Puglisi. Hey, Rob. I'm Rich Roy. Nice to meet you, man. This is my guest host. I gotta stop doing that joke. Richard Roy is here. That's me. I'm going off your energy right now. We so. got a uh, good guest today. Yeah? Some uh, Some fella. Nice fella. Kevin Tinkin. Rob, Rob loves the nice fellas. Good guy. Handsome. He's looking for the good guy. He wants a, He just wants a good guy. That's all he wants. So sexy. Just a good man. Is that yeah. so fucking hard to ask for? Here's an interesting fact about this boy. Okay. I like facts. If you're in a battle. Okay. If you're in a war. Yeah. Modern war. Fair. Yeah, sure. But if you're in a current day and age war. Yeah. A battle. Yep. Where it's you versus other people. Battle royale type. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last one surviving wins. This is the man you want on your team. Really? Kevin Tankin. Why is that? Let me tell you why. Okay. He's not the best shot. (laughs) All right. He's not the worst. Okay, that's good. But the morale. Oh, he's got high morale? The morale positivity bonus. He's got leadership qualities? Nope. Oh, okay. He doesn't not have those. Cheerleader qualities. Yes. (laughs) Not even cheerleader. He's just a guy you want around. Okay, but why? He's just positive. Just positive. He's nice. He says funny things. He's a good fella to be around. And if you're in a battle, you're hunkered down in some fucking house in Verdansk. Yeah, yeah. You got teams on either side of you. You're going to want to turn to your left and see a Kevin Tinkin. He's going to make you think, like, we might get through this. Yeah. And I want to get through this so that I can spend more time with it's worth fighting for. For the Tankins in the world. Yes. That's the kind of guy this guy is. That's like how you would view me too, right? No, if, you are if, literally cancer. If, if we there was a human war. embodiment of black cancer, <laughs> if, if we, of negative energy, antimatter cancer. We're in, we're in the trenches and you turn to me. And you I think, would fucking just pull my gun out and shoot myself <laughs> in the cock. I would just shoot That's my dick off. Reaction. I'd pull my own dick out, stretch it out as far as I could go, <laughs> and just shoot it off my body while staring you in the eye. <laughs> no blinking. And it would just, I would, like, six, seven shots That's to get crazy. it cut all the way off. I'd Man. cut it off with a bullet fire. I would, you know. I and would, then I would take it, and I'd put it in front of your eyes, and I'd just smash it in my own fucking face. I'd be, I'd do something funny. I'd probably be like, look at that dick on this guy. <laughs> it's on his face, you know? And I'd raise my hand for a high five, and everyone in the troop would absolutely high five me. Because they <sighs> love... I'd be the funny guy, basically. We talked about this on the last podcast. I'd be the funniest dude there. That you don't know how to not... You don't know how to make jokes, which is crazy (laughs) to me. You can't... You just say the obvious fucking thing, and I hate it so much. And you say that you do it because it makes me annoyed. It's not why. Yeah, it is. It's because you don't know how to not do it. (laughs) You don't know that. I do know it. There would be an accident when you slipped up and just did it on purpose. Did it, you know, didn't do the right thing. No, I'm... I'm always looking 
I'm I'm subversive is what I am. You think I'm gonna go A to C, but I go so far from A to C that I'm rounding back to No, a. you're not. You're just lazy. <laughs> and you think that that's clever. <laughs> it's not clever. Everybody knows what you're doing. <laughs> There's no magic in it. That makes it even funnier. It doesn't. Every moment, every layer you add of annoyance, you're is not adding more any layers. For me. It's better for There's me. There's zero layers that you're adding. Great. That's funny too. You can't loot. I can't win. I can't lose. You cannot win. Fuck. And you can't. Fuck. The comedy should not be just about making yourself feel like in you're being a douche. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm proud of that. It makes me laugh. So, isn't that what's... I've, I've heard that's what... If you do jokes that make you laugh, that's what's important. Uh, not if no one else ever laughs. <laughs> you don't know that they don't. You can't hear the audience. I can. I've been to I your better, shows. I better... <laughs> I have. <laughs> I bet our listeners are fucking rolling in laughter whenever I fucking throw these zingers out next time you guys comment on our itunes comment on a scale of one to ten rate who's funnier how funny richard is let's have a who's funnier contest a one to ten how how, oh why to prove to prove our points we know the answer richard why do you want to do that to yourself why do i want to be able to be proven as the funniest person on this podcast i don't know to shut you up even that wasn't a creative twist of the We'll get a vote. I'll figure out a way to vote. We were it. in the middle of. Well, I'm getting flustered <laughs> over all of Not this. cool under pressure. <laughs> You're People putting me pleaser. on the spot here. You have Give a me hard some time, time to think. have a hard time talking to women. <laughs> You're not quick on your toes. All of these things are indicative of somebody who's not funny. These are all qualities of an unfunny person. I don't know what you're talking about. Look, guys. I'm going to create some sort of voting system, um, and we're going to have a contest. Yeah. We're going to run it for a few We'll do weeks. it on Instagram. We'll put it up as uh, oh, yeah, click that. who's funnier. Can you do that outside of a story? Can you do that on a post? We'll, we'll do it out. on a story. Richard or Rob. And whoever loses will... Uh, yeah, what's that going to do? Huh. If I win... Free reign to make these jokes without you complaining. In for fact, one episode. In fact, you have to yes and them. For one episode. One episode? Yeah. I can't do more than one. <laughs> well, what's I can guarantee then? I'll do one. If I win, you have to actually try to be funny and for, not do what you normally do. For one episode. Because <laughs> I can't episode. do more than that. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> That's the deal. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll do that. After In the this meantime, episode, look for that. Uh, look for that voting system. We have a very good guest, Kevin Tinkin. Very funny man. Great comic. Super subversive. Really funny dude. I like his shit a lot. Cool. Also, a guy you want holding your back when you're fucking in holding the shit, in the trenches, in Verdansk, sniping downrange. You don't think I'd be useful at all? Team on your six. You want a Tinkin behind you. That's what you want. Would you be useful at all in the game or in a real battle? In a real one? battle? No, you would not be. Come on. Here's what would happen. Qualities. You would complain like a fucking annoying cunt. No, what you're talking Day about. one, there was a mosquito bite. You'd bring down everybody else's morale. And then when there was a battle, you'd get mildly injured. and We'd have to fucking carry you. <laughs> That's the way. <laughs> uh, that would definitely You'd happen. be total dead weight the whole time. Yeah. You're only as fat, fast as your weakest leg. Yeah. Yeah. 
So we'd be slow. Yeah, but you know what? Because I'm. What do you think you'd bring to the battle? Uh, wits. So we just had an argument about how you are not witty at all. That's your argument. No, you just I agreed. I disagree. <laughs> that you intentionally do the lazy thing. You <laughs> but think, that's witty. You think it's witty, and it's not. <laughs> it's just lazy. No, but I bring the wits of, like, I'm too much of a pussy to do this battle, so I'll figure out ways to survive, you know? I'm like a rat or a cockroach. Yeah, it's a team. You can't I, be a cockroach a, in a team I'd bring a battle. big cockroach mentality. How do you think you're going to get around guys shooting? Who do you think you're going to come up with it? Thousands know. of years of warfare. I'll be like, look, guys, guys the battle's it. this way. Let's go the other way. <laughs> so you'd run away. <laughs> I would lead an excellent retreat. What <laughs> do you think? <laughs> I, would, I would fucking nail surrender. This guy's the best retreat guy in the business. <laughs> If you need someone to wave a white flag, this guy, fuck it. He owns several white flags. <laughs> I brought my own white flags. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. The white flag guy. <laughs> just, That's a funny sketch. A guy, the guy, what's his deal? The guy who carries the white flag. Yeah, That's his only thing. There's not a drummer. He's just, just ready to, huh? No, not yet. Is it now? Okay. Is it now? Okay. Okay. No, fucking stop. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> He's just waiting. You looked unhappy, so I was going to do it. No, okay. <laughs> that is really good. Oh, wait. Okay, let's maybe actually make that one. What was the other one we had earlier? If only we recorded it. The Neil thing. What was it? The uh, Neil's episode. Neil Gosh. We had a, uh, a funny idea. Whatever. We'll figure it out. Anyway, enjoy Kevin Tankin. We'll be back later. Goodbye. <laughs> Did you know, and I didn't know this, uh, a stripper friend told me this, um, that a lot of guys or some dudes will wear uh, sweatpants into the like lap dance room. I just heard that. So and the girls tear up. So they and then they come in their pants. Fuck yeah. That. that sounds right. That makes sense. At least you're getting something out of it. Yeah, it's really getting the most bang for your butt. Right. You know? <laughs> it's, it's a business guy that can't afford a prostitute. Yeah, I'm not a fan of I, I wouldn't I don't know. I don't like getting boners for no reason. No. That's my thing with a Paying strip a lot club. of money like, for Why a the fuck would I go to a strip club right. if I can't fuck them? You gotta <laughs> hope you have cocaine on you and they like cocaine. I think yeah. that's the way. Yeah, that, and you can't you even can like them. jerk around. You can't jerk yeah. your ding dong in the middle of a busy, you know, club or whatever. That's why you got to do the sweatpants. That makes total sense to me. I get it. Yeah. That's a, that's a good move. Whoever the first guy to thought of that was like, I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> Old Tommy sweatpants? Yeah. That guy comes in those things. Daily. This guy's been oh, an yeah. innovating stripper <laughs> fucking moves for I've been decades. coming in these sweatpants for nine years, and you're going to throw me out now. <laughs> you know me. Come on, Tony. You know me. Come on. I come every Tuesday for the buffet. <laughs> I realize I have one voice, and it's that one. <laughs> I do oh, it yeah. for all guys. The New Yorker. Hey. Yeah. yeah. I like that voice. It's a great one. I always try to distance myself from anything that I feel would be offensive by doing a voice. Yes. So that's a good like, way so to do it's not you doing Be like, oh, I'm about to be offensive. <laughs> oh, you fight. Oh, very nice. Oh. And then I'm like, ah, I said it in a Chinese accent. So now well, people. Goddamn a black man. Yeah. Wait, that's not better. <laughs> Don't guy probably deserve it. <laughs> and then, then I'm like, wait a second. That's still offensive. And the accent is. Hey, what's up, y'all? I hate these motherfucking Chinese. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> right? No charisma podcast. Rich we got Roy. Kevin Tinkin as the guest. Kevin Tinkin. How do you do? Is that right? Kevin Tinkin, am I saying it right? Yeah, yeah. I think so, right? Just Not like thinking. Tinkin, thinking. That's what I do when I'm getting, uh, when the guy who's never met me before like, is announcing, and he's like, what do you want me to say? <laughs> just like, just my name. He's like, Tinkin. I'm like, no, Tinkin like Tinkin. <laughs> they always try to phonetically it's say It's so it. annoying. I, dude, I was saying this before. Yeah, I've had so many people. 
Like the host comes up, it's like, how do you say your name? I'm like Puglisi, and they're like Puglisi, Puglisi, and then they go on stage. They're like, welcome, Rob Prog, Rob Prog, Rob. Dude, what was that? <laughs> it's usually Pugliesi. Pugliesi. I hear that. Pugliesi. <laughs> they bring a they bring a plate of spaghetti onto the. Yeah. Hey, sit down for Pugliesi, and, he, and then he's happy. It's, this is yeah, this yeah. next guy's name. It's just this <laughs> it's a fucking plate of spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can I just call you Tony? I'm gonna call you Olive Oil. How about that? You fucking <laughs> wop bastard. I know, I know you're like mostly Italian, but I don't get that sense from you ever. I'm half Italian, half Irish, half and half. Oh man, you'll beat the shit out of somebody myself and, and be yeah. You be, that's actually that's the best. <laughs> Suicidal is what yeah. it is. I break my own kneecaps. Yeah. <laughs> I owe myself money. At least you got Catholicism strong. So strong, dude. <laughs> dude, the sex sex shame is so deep, and it makes it so much dirtier. Dude, you know that's I mean? that that has been like the theme of my life, and like the podcast I do with my buddies, uh, with uh, Ben and Jace Avery. We it's that's the theme. Like the, the sex sh- shame, the sex shame, the fucking <laughs> life shame, like the everything. Yeah. You shame each other from church. Yeah, well, we call it brain jail because we're both like in this place where like everything that we say uh-huh. we feel guilty about it yeah. or at least and, and they're they've been over it for a long time i feel like it i still feel like i'm in in the depths of just the guilt really oh. or whatever. absolutely dude it's a beautiful thing when you move past it does oh, that I just uh, don't care anymore yeah that's true does it hit you like stand-up wise or when you go on stage are you like oh, i don't want to i have to pretend i'm somebody else i really do yeah i because and and that that is uh i mean i because I want to, you know, I'm, I'm a narcissist like everybody sure. else, you know, I love when people would talk about me when I like, it's like when you go on stage, it's like you just turn on. Man. I'm not a narcissist. Wait, have pe- people been saying that about me? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, a lot of people have been talking. It's well, on, seriously? it's there's on a, Buzzfeed. There's a Facebook page. Oh my God, I'm, I'm not smiling like hard right now. But. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's like, I'm, I'm able to get into a character, which is one of the reasons why I think I like doing like improv and, and like, you know, uh, just acting and stuff like mm-hmm. that in general, just to, because I don't know, it's, it's easier to be somebody else. That's why I do the voice when I say things, you know, offensively sometimes. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm a, it's not I'm, me. It's not me. It's a different, you know, do you doing a character that stuff over stand up. Is it easier? Cause you don't have to, it's, it's not just you. It's significantly easier. Yeah. Um, well, stand up's the hardest no matter what. I didn't know yeah. you were an improv boy. As well, well, I IPP. don't, I, I am an unconventional improv boy. Oh, okay. I, I've never done, uh, I've never done a class. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, I, I was part of uh, the comedian cinema club that ran for like three years and we were on Hollywood Boulevard and we did a, uh, uh, weekly and then bi-weekly show and things like that and that was we would re uh, we would reenact mo- oh you were movies. part of that yeah, yeah yeah oh dude that show was so awesome I can't think of I it th- I went to one but I don't know if you were there which which uh, which movie The Princess Bride I think it was a Halloween maybe oh yeah yeah the 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 witches one yeah 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 I'm pretty sure I was there for that okay I was I went Ken was doing it Ken Gar. Yeah. So I, he was like, yeah, stop by, whatever. I had nothing to where do. Where was it? Was it at the Magic Club or was it the at... Rose. Uh, it Black was where? Rose or whatever. Was it called? Uh, Black Rabbit Rose. Yeah, yeah. Black sorry. Rose, I thought you yes. said Back Rose. I was like, what's Back, Back Rose? Yeah, yeah. Black Rabbit Rose. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been not this most recent Halloween, but the one before yes. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, I was there for that. Okay. Yeah, I didn't stay. I was just like kind of poked in, but uh, it's awesome. They do... It's just comics... They all get wasted. Yes. Not everybody, but most people get drunk on the show, mm-hmm. and then they reenact a movie without knowing the lines. <laughs> oh lord! Yeah, yeah. So they like have a general, so not like a general vague outline of what the show is. Yeah, it's super fucking funny. How long does it go? It doesn't go the full length. You go like an hour. We, uh, yeah, it's usually. I mean, it's about an hour and a half total. Uh, oh. But yeah, it's a. Uh, 
It's so fun. But I mean, like I, cool. I would do, uh, I just did improv for everything since I was a little kid because people would just like, like I was at church. So they'd be like, we need an interesting announcement for the men's retreat in two months. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Kevin go. And then my buddy would show up with a camera and I would just, I would just make something up, sure. you know? And so ever since I was like 11, I did that. And then, uh, you know, I come to LA or whatever. And then people would film projects and they'd be like, all right, this is your guy or whatever. And here's the lines. And then I would say something and everybody would laugh and they'd have to cut. And then the, my buddy would be like, can we stick to like, uh, the lines and then I would the not funny stuff. Yeah. So (laughs) then I would say the line verbatim and he'd be like, okay, now do a couple more where it's like, and then the 25 takes later, he's going, okay, we have to, we have to stop. We have to move on. He's he's like, we can use half of those. I'm like, hell yeah. Sweet. But that was always, uh, that was always a thing. I never did any, um, performance stuff at all ever until stand up when I was 24. That was my first time ever doing anything like that. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. 24 though, that's good, man. It was a decent age, but I yeah. didn't like do theater or anything growing up but and me uh, and you basically improved our whole lives. Yeah, we like, always joked bits, and know? did the improv stuff and did bits but never like performing, you know. So, yeah. I remember the first time doing stand up, I literally I was smart enough to know that it was going to be bad. Yeah. And then I would probably freak out. So I just memorized five jokes that I yeah, thought yeah. were okay. Just told them and left. Yeah. And, and I literal complete tunnel vision. Like, dude, that first time you do it, you're like, why, what, why am I doing this? Do, right. you, rem- do you remember any of the jokes? Yeah, absolutely. What you got? Uh, my first joke I ever wrote was, I was a drinking joke, blackout drinking joke. Um, and it was, I blacked out. And I woke up and I didn't know what happened. And I looked through my wallet and I was missing three condoms, but I had a car air freshener. And then I oh, said, I remember this. Wait, did I fuck a station wagon? <laughs> That's a good joke, actually. That's a good first joke. First joke? Not yeah. terrible. It's also interesting to know that you always go out with at least four condoms. Yeah, four condoms. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I picked that number. <laughs> it was a funnier number, but it makes now looking back, it's like, what a douche. <laughs> Who brings four condoms? I'm going to fuck at least twice. I'm going to have two in the bag. Just Could be crazy. a busy just night. case, girl. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of that. A lot of trying to be Dave Attell. Yeah, my stuff. my first time I went on stage, I had a bunch of people from work, and it was at this place called uh, uh, um, uh, Thai Palms in Fresno. Is that where you're from, Fresno? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, I got on stage. I had I had all my material that I prepared because I you know been thinking about it forever, and yep. I was I turned thirty, and I was like, I have to. Is that when you now. started? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I'm 39 now, so it's like it's it it you know it's it's been uh, it's been a minute. It's been a long. The last nine years have been longer than the the first <laughs> ha- yeah, well, uh, the rest of my life. So stand up in there, and it really <laughs> it, it's been intense. I was so in love with it in the beginning, but I, I the first thing because I went on stage and the and the uh, the stage creaked and it sounded like a fart. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And I just said. Uh, I go, I apologize. I've got a kind of an anxious butthole (laughs) and then everybody laughed. And then I said, uh, but, uh, I played jazz drums for years and I remember as a good improviser, if you make a mistake, you just make the same mistake three times and then people will be like, that's not a mistake. That's just like really hip jazz. So if I shit my pants up here, I'm going to shit them three times. (laughs) And, and I got a big laugh, and then I did my other jokes, which Nothing. didn't go as Nothing. well. Yeah. The things you uh, wrote and thought about, yeah. And so I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> that's when you realize that's what's fucked up about comedies. You'll like labor over a stupid joke, and you're like, it's terrible. Yeah. And then you'll bomb with it, and then you'll say something offhand in that moment that works. And you're yeah. like, what is this? How do I do this? Yeah, 
How does this work? I used to, there was a joke that I did for probably two years and I didn't know why it was funny for two years. <laughs> just, but you guys I, like it? I don't know. I said it offhand, at, and it was, and I found out later it was it was working in black rooms, and it didn't work outside of black rooms. But I was doing a lot of black rooms. But I would say that I got the jacket, and I felt like it was a black man's jacket. Uh-huh. But it was uh, I was at Burlington Coat Factory, and it was marked down from seventy five to thirty five, and I was like, "That's a black man's jacket, but I gotta have it." Sure. And it's not like it wasn't. It, it would not really work. Mm-hmm. Uh, after I moved here, but when I was in Fresno doing like you know mixed rooms yeah. and stuff, people were like, they fucking loved it. Do black crowd? I mean, a black crowd. Anytime you're like, I'm white, dude, and here's a yeah. thing I've noticed that's like kind of like you guys. They love <laughs> black crowds in general are just better. They are because 100%. if you suck, you will know. They will be like, they'll fucking destroy you. Mm-hmm. And then if you're great, they are the best. They the, react to things in general. The yeah. worst <laughs> crowd is the yes. worst crowd is a mid twenties white crowd. Yeah, yeah. A is good intention. Yeah, like a polite crowd is oh, the worst. Yes. Uh, like we're we have all the correct opinions. Yeah. And yeah. you'll know by our laughter. We'll be quiet. And yeah. We'll uh, nod approvingly. I feel like besides yeah. the money reason, like the two drink minimum, is, <laughs> right, is there for as a cushion as well. Yeah, know? get fucked yeah. up, enjoy this, up. man. But most Let clubs, most shows in LA aren't at clubs. You know, they're at yeah. fucking. It's true. Bookstores. Uh, book yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go down to the ICU and do a hot five. That's a yeah. good place. Get, yeah, yeah. No mask down there. Near, near the <laughs> no. End. I don't need no mask. <laughs> no right? mask. I, ain't, I ain't no pussy. You know what I mean? <laughs> who's hey, my opener? Really get in people's faces. Yeah, there. yeah. Your opener is the nurse just announcing who's dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm licking one of the, the, the intubation tubes. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> this is my drink. That's an IV bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I... I uh, I, 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 the, the crowds in LA are very different. I, did, I completely like change what I was doing yeah, before. And it was, uh, it was a bummer. And I also was doing a ton of time before I moved to LA. And mm-hmm. then it was three minutes at, you know, a tattoo, Im- an improvised tattoo parlor. <laughs> Pop up tattoo joint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, oh man, it's, it's, uh, it does suck. I remember that first, when I came out here, I was only two years into comedy, but I thought, it, it felt like so much longer at that point. It felt like I'd been doing comedy forever. But you were gonna come here as a, like a. I didn't even think that. I didn't think like I'm gonna. But I thought like I'll be all right. And yeah, not the case. And I had to. I remember we went to the Haha ha Cafe for an open mic. And yeah. It was, oh yeah. That was like a rude awakening, dude. Marty's bunch of those first, shitty. Places. I don't know if you like visited first or something. And we I did. Yeah. It was sad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was really sad. It's it's brutal, man. Yeah. I, I drove down and I'd go to uh, I'd drive from Fresno and I'd hit three mics. Yep. And uh, I'd always end with uh, flappers, the the twelve thirty mic, Ooh. and uh, then one. drive home. And I was doing well. I was like, this is. I mean, like, this is. I fucking. I'm gonna be headlining like oh, in like 15 minutes yeah. once I get out here, <laughs> and uh, I just I remember thinking I was no problem. Then when I moved out here, doing sets at um, oh shit, it was uh, it was like Rafa's Underground and all these East Side like alt, alt things because I alt thought oh places. I'm I'm an alt guy. It's so yeah, and I was like I soon found out that it was like oh I don't I'm not. Uh, I don't care about everyone yeah. to a fault that much to be like the alt scene and that's be real interesting because you're you're one of those guys. There's a couple guys like you who your humor is not standard like always set up punchline stuff. Right, right. It's a little bit abstract sometimes, super funny, but you don't have all the douchiness that is required to be in the alt scene. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, for real, entirely. Um, and that's always a strange bird. But I feel like you get to flirt around in a bunch of different places. And you, I do. It works better. Yeah, it's it, it's actually been. Uh, 
I, I don't know. I've always been good at like getting along with everybody for the most part. But I have like this. Uh, I despise people secretly. Yeah, I can <laughs> and, tell that about you. That's why I like. That's why I like the strength. Yeah. yeah, and it's like because I'm not. I don't give credit to my thoughts I, that much. Like I don't. I don't give them that much credit to where if I like, I'll see somebody and I'll be like, "Fuck that guy." I fucking don't like that guy. And I'll be like, "Kevin, you don't know the whole story." I'm you don't person. Let it like you, you don't. Yeah. Yeah, and so then I'm like, "Yeah, you gotta teach me how to do that." <laughs> oh, <laughs> that first thought, I'm like, "Yep, that's correct." Well, dude, I used to work on because as a Christian for 30 years, I was very. I was I was I was in. I believe oh, really? that hundred percent. I didn't know that. So yeah. it was up your whole adulthood up until thirty. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So as soon yeah. as you yeah. became a stand-up comic. Well, I I mean the honest truth is like that I I had always been funny. I mean I was suicidal. Like I was I was like I have a wife. I have two beautiful children. My wife loves me. I've got enough money. We got a house. I got I a motorcycle <laughs> and a car. Like I had all the things like on a box, uh-huh. like on a piece of paper that you would be like, "This is a happy man." Yeah. He has all the things he needs. I was fucking miserable. Really? And I'm, I was sitting there staring at my 22, and I was like, okay, this is getting dark. I Why was that, do you think? Uh, it, was, it was the fact that it was just like, so as a Christian, you're taught, and this is biblical, yeah. from the scriptures. Let's get into it. Uh, that you die to yourself every day, uh-huh. and that you live as Christ. So that you shouldn't be acting out of who you are, but you should be acting of how what Christ's character is. Okay. So like uh, empathy, grace, forgiveness, and all this stuff. And then I was reading the Bible, and I knew the Bible. I still know the Bible pretty well. And I was like, "Where's the humor?" Like I've always been a goofball. I I was always the kid that would go missing for a few minutes, and then I'd scream with my friends from the top of the waterfall where I was shitting off of the waterfall. <laughs> because, like, I, I was, I mean, I've got five stories about me shitting off waterfalls. That's amazing. And, That's a good bunch of life. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I, I mean, I always, always be inappropriate and things like that, yeah. and I was always the funny guy, but, like, I couldn't see how it fit into Christianity and that. stuff, and then I wanted, I was cussing a little bit, and I never tried drugs. I was curious about, you know, weed and stuff, and... Um, and then when I st- started hit stand up, did stand up for the first time and it worked and I was just like, oh, this is who I am. Spiritual experience. Yeah. A hundred percent. Why not? Well, and then I did mushrooms and that was like, I, that's when I was like, I think I actually kind of do believe in God. Yeah. Now, you know, before it was a pure faith. Sure. And then I did mushrooms. I'm like, there's something more. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I can't put a finger on it, but there's something else out there. And I didn't ever have that as a Christian. It was always, I'm just believing these wise people yeah. that are telling me the truth, and uh-huh. I just believe them. Right. The way you were uh, raised. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So, I when I started doing stand-up, I was like, I can't, I can't be on stage playing the drums in all the videos at this huge church that had seven campuses and, like, representing this church and then going on stage and saying, you know, shit fuck or whatever, you know, because I I thought that would hurt people's faith and I didn't want to do that. And so then I, like, you know, backed off and it just the Christianity slowly kind of eroded away to where I was calling myself a Christian, but I wasn't a Christian comedian. I was a comedian who was a Christian. And then I was like, I'm just a comedian i can't i can't be a christian that's a very interesting point about the comedy thing because i think i'm a sober man i got sober when i was 25 for the last time and that's a big part of it is spiritual stuff you know it's a huge thing and it helped me significantly saved my life in a lot of ways but that was always a point of contention was the lack of um funny that exists in that like uh piousness that's it's not the same very serious it's not the same in you know, uh, sober programs as it is in Christianity, but the idea of faith always is, there's no fucking 
there's no pussy jokes. Right, right. <laughs> Why can't those two things exist? Yeah. And uh, I, there's some Buddhist quote that was like, you know, my religion is laughter and it's all about levity and that yeah. kind of shit. And that, uh, I made sense, but it's, I think that's a big problem with, because a lot of Christianity is good stuff. Like a lot of it is. Absolutely. The values. Yeah. Great yeah. message. A lot of people I know, honestly, most Christian people I meet who aren't like fucking insane yeah. are like the nicest people Especially I know. Especially the no right. gays part. Yeah, that, that dude's we can honest. all get by. That's a that, big. Clip. That was a contention for me. That was a huge contention for me oh, because yeah, I, when it, you started doing comedy, you were like, "Why are these gays around?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's with these homos? What the fuck uh, is going on here? No, LA is it, a sinful place. It was like because the church that I went to, and that's the reason I stayed in for so long. It's was I was involved in leadership for all of it, pretty mm-hmm. much in some capacity. I was like, they would never pay me, of course, but I would always be on the outskirts and involved in like the leadership stuff. But the their stance was always like, look, we're all sinners. You know, homosexuals just sin in a different way and they need grace in the same way we do. And and, uh, you know, that type of stuff. And and they're just as as bad as anybody. And I'm like, so should we can there be like gay people? And it's just like, well, you don't want to be actively practicing that lifestyle. That's a sin. So you need to get. And so that always would like rub me the wrong way, but it was still kind of filled with compassion and love, but also yeah. like but deeming misguided. Your, though. Yeah. yeah. And, and it would always mess me up. And that was a real big sticking point for sure. all religion. For me, it was like, look, we got to love everybody. And there's all this hate. And yeah. it just, it, it would bum me out. Yeah. I don't like, uh, and I think that 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 feeling of like this is wrong kind of thing would be actually what uh, a god would be, right? Is that innate in sure. you? Like, man, I don't know about that. Well, and then j- the whole. I mean, I I don't want to. I don't know if I want to bore your listeners or you guys with like church stuff. But yeah, I would go when I would it. look at like the Bible and I would try to compartmentalize it and like be like an overarching storyline. Like, what is Lord of the Rings all about? You know, what is the Bible really trying to say? And the theme of the of the Bible, the beginning was like in the beginning. You know, God created. He had Adam and Eve. They ate of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm. They recognized they were naked. They felt shame. Uh, all that stuff. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. In my mind, that was if you possess, Rob, if you know what's good and what's bad, then you're able to sit in a seat of judgment because you know this is good and this is bad. Does that make sense? Sure. So that was the original sin, Adam and Eve. They ate of the apple, so they decided to start judging what was good. So and judgment what, was the original sin. Yes. Okay. And then you have the Old Testament where all like uh, all the, especially the first like five books of the Bible uh, are, are all, there's so many rules. It's all rules and like laws and all this shit. And, and the Jews trying to, you know, being persecuted for believing in God and, and, and all these rules. And then the rewriting of the rules and the consequences, if you don't follow the rules. And yeah. then you have the new Testament, which was there basically that there was going to be somebody that was going to fix everything, which was the Messiah, which was Jesus. And when Jesus comes into the, into the, 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 the story, he essentially starts telling everybody to love one another and to not pass judgment. Yeah. And he's going, well, who's out, who, whoever's without sin, cast the first stone, you know? And then, so in my mind, I would, I had to justify it. Like, this is a good story. It has good things after post, you know, this, this complete faith belief, to where I was like, I think this story is trying to tell us that you can live in a version of heaven if you stop judging yourself and if you stop judging others constantly. Yeah, that Which, was a, that makes a lot of sense. That was a uh, take I had heard on it because it was the spirituality thing was like when I got sober back east, it was like, you got to believe in God. You got to figure that out yeah. or you're going to die. Yeah, which is hard to hear. It was very hard. I, the first time I was like 20 and I was like, 
but I need help. Like I'm yeah, yeah. fucking mm-hmm. drinking myself to death. So we got to figure something out. And that was, uh, it was a book I read and it was, the idea was it's all parables. Like none of it's real. Don't yeah, take yeah. it verbatim. And the moral is like the 10 commandments aren't commandments. They're guideposts. If you notice yourself doing these things, like I'm not being jealous. I'm not lustful. I'm not, uh, you know, vengeful. That means you're on the path to whatever the yeah, to, tentacle to, of the mountain is. Yeah, heaven or yeah. whatever, yeah. But it all gets uh, fucked up and corrupted when money gets involved. I think that's yeah. the real problem. <laughs> like, well, if somebody gets stuck on a political candidate or like, ah, the blacks are trying to get married. We can't let them do that. Jesus would have stopped it. Yeah. And then you go, wait, what? It's also, like you said, like uh, not taking it verbatim and treating yeah. it like a parable. And Some people... Take yeah. those words as like right. Everything written there is law and cannot be interpreted otherwise. I remember talking to a pastor when I was in junior high about like I like I was like I'm funny. I think everything's funny. I always joke and I'm silly. And they're like, well, if you don't think the Lord has a sense of humor, and you've obviously never seen a platypus, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and I'm like, and the problem was, was those guys like trying to like get down to you've your level, like a, a pl- like a cool, yeah. like a cool uncle, like nudging yes. you, it's like, dude, we don't have the same sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm losing my you faith. Can get loose? I can get loose. <laughs> yeah. What, are you kidding me? Well, the other fucked up thing was have that you seen I... Family Matters. <laughs> oh, I love that Urkel. That Urkel kid, man. He tell you, he's glorifying <laughs> to the Lord We're with his humor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's because he's skinny. That's yeah. probably why it's humorous. Uh, <laughs> it, the, I, all the pastors I remember too would like there would be period periods of like them coming up to me and being like, "Hey, you want to you want to hear a joke or right. whatever?" And uh, there would be the dirtiest joke yeah. or like, well, "Why did the ladies love Jesus? Because he was hung like this." And then they would you know, Still good. that's joke. a good joke, like solid that's joke, it's funny joke. And uh, I remember one of the pastors was like asking me if I drank my wife's breast milk, and he's like, "Oh, you got to get a taste." <laughs> and he's like, oh man. Well, was he joking? No, no, no. Because he, he was a father of four. Oh, you got to get it. And he's like, I don't I, even like the kids. I just do it for the titty milk. I remember I was talking I keep to him. knocking her up for the titty milk. <laughs> I was talking. We were, because I was, I was at church on Sundays from like six in the morning till like 11 at night because wow. there was four services and stuff. And then we'd have a break and eat. And so I remember we're cleaning up and we're talking. And my wife was nursing at the time. She's, you know, we just had. It's just that f- pastor over there like looking at you. <laughs> well, I was talking to him. I go, he goes, uh, he goes, how's it been, man? Got the new kid. And I go, ah, it's pretty good. I go, I'll, I'll be honest. My wife's looking better than she has in a really long time. And she told me I can't even look at those things because the, <laughs> the weight of my eyes was like hurting her just because there was so, she goes, oh yeah, man, it's a, it's God's boob job, brother. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And then he, I remember he leaded. He's just like, have you, uh, have you tasted the milk? And I was like, no, she won't let me. She's like, oh, you got to get it right from the spigot. I'm oh. just like, I was like, I, and, and those were the moments where I was like, I love this church. I'm staying here forever. Now those were, and those were pastors, so they were allowed to marry and fuck and stuff? Oh, like yeah, that? 100%. Okay. Well, that's I the always thing. confuse those things. Like the yeah, the, the Catholicism and all that stuff. Like, we were, it was a real nice oh. mix of like. I, went, I was Catholic. Yeah. But that was the part that always Roman. bothered me, where it was like, why are we whispering about this part? Because this mm-hmm. is the best part. Why can't we do this? Yeah. Outwardly, like what you know, a hundred percent. Got to be, be real behind the. And the Lord drank of the breast milk, and yeah. it was good. Well, I, I did. We used to do these Bible studies that were called small groups, and it would basically be like there'd be two more people here, and that would be a small group. And the the idea would be that you you talk about your life and what was bothering you, and it was like a support group. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they I, they introduced this idea of uh, co-ed small groups. So oh, like once I got married, mistake. and uh, and I remember because me and my wife were leading it, and we're, I'm just like, baby, these. 
co-ed. It's not gonna. Nobody's gonna get real. She's like, Kevin, it's like, look, it's good. We're gonna. It'll be great. We'll get. You know, it's we we need to. You know, whatever. So we did like three weeks of that, and I remember the fourth week uh, or the end of the third week. I was like, hey, next week we're gonna split up and we're gonna have a men's group and a women's group. And I talked to these guys. Like I said, three weeks. Fourth week comes in, we split off, and I had like every man like leaning in, going like, I can't stop jacking off to porn, brother. Yeah. <laughs> and, I was just, and everybody was like, Yeah, me too. In the mixed yeah. group, it's just a bunch of guys like, Lord bless me with too big of a dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to live with this burden. So. My, my loads are majestic. <laughs> too, they're rainbows. <laughs> I come rainbows. It's and, amazing, and the Lord doesn't want yeah, me to do. Nobody this. wants a night. It's surprisingly you can't fertile. See. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, for real, dude. That's uh, that's a big part of it. Is yeah, it's all, but it's all based, and I think that's not just uh, religion. I think it's societal. Mo- all, it's all fucking sex. It's all sex mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. It's all like a shame of sex to some part that fucks up pretty much everything. Yeah, which is interesting because it's like such a natural. Not the way I do thing. it. Not the way I do Oh, no, you. No, yeah. yeah, very That is a crime against yeah. <laughs> it. Is, it is. What I, it's I, a crime I, and a crime against I should God. feel worse than I do. <laughs> yeah. I need three no, three witnesses and some 100-grit sandpaper. <laughs> yeah. I need an Indian shaman every time I'm at <laughs> It's like, you ever heard of an Indian burn? Could you do it on my dick? <laughs> Just twist it. So how, like, how long have you been sober? Nine years. Nine years. Yeah. No, and no, uh, I, you still want to drink every day? No. Oh, hell yeah. Now, dude, that's the thing about uh, it goes away. that stuff. It goes away naturally, I think, anyway, if you just stay the fuck away from it. But I could not stay away from it. But those programs, like the uh, 12-step programs, fucking work. Like, yeah. Because it's about changing the way you like live and operate your life. Yeah. Are you and sober under, also? Yeah. Under okay, like okay. spiritual principles. Yeah. It's like, it's very. But I had like, when I got sober the second, because I got sober once when I was 21. And, uh, and I was sober for a year and a half. And the whole thing that you read is about having a spiritual experience that's the only way that you'll get over this yeah and i believed it because i could not stop and uh and i was sober for a year and a half and i started drinking again and it was like so much worse because i knew what i was doing and i knew i couldn't stop and like woke up every day and it was just i could literally feel like a hole where my soul was supposed to be i swear to god right like it felt like i could put my hand through my chest it was terrible Mm. and i got sober the next time and it was like it felt like what they like a religious experience what people talk about um when that happened because it was like it was just such like a fucking change of personhood um yeah but then it, when it, you get into that stuff and it all becomes like about god and it's so hard to digest with uh i was doing stand up and regular life and women mm-hmm. and it was so hard to like combine all those topics into a palatable thing for me that I eventually just drifted away from that and uh, am significantly less happy. And what's crazy <laughs> is this is the person you are after changing your life entirely and following these spiritual principles and having a no, experience. That's what I'm, I yeah, mean, that's what I'm saying. I was better at one point. I mean, you're well, I mean, still a huge piece of shit. Things, so. have, gotten, <laughs> things have gotten worse yeah, as I've drifted away. It, it, is a, uh, it is a mourning process to realize how weak we are Yeah, as, as individuals because and I think that's why that higher power thing works is because I think when you're young, you're, you're this cocky shit, you sure. know, you're like, I can fucking stop whenever I want. I don't need to, you know, I would invincible. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a pussy. I can have the whole bottle. I don't, you know, yeah, like yeah. what? And this, the idea of that you're flawed and that you, that you can't control yourself to like, it's a huge relief to like be like, okay, all this fighting that I've been doing, I'm yeah, going to give it up to... That's what it all is. It's a surrender. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think that's really healthy. But yeah, I, that would be... I, I can't... 
that would be hard for me, you know, now. Well, the reason why it's it's the reason why it doesn't work for some people is because of that part. Like mm-hmm. you got to dude, it was not when Let people are like, control. "Oh, good for you. You stopped drinking." It's like, "I didn't decide to do that." Yeah. It was my very last option. Yeah. And I yeah. did not want to. Like it took a extreme amount of ass kicking before I was willing to be like, "All right, I guess I can't do this." Yeah. 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 I I uh I mean, Ben, Ben uh, Avery, who I do the podcast with, uh, is pretty convinced that I'm uh, addicted to marijuana, mm-hmm. which I, I'm pretty sure I, I was for, for a while there, especially when I first moved. Sure. I was so obsessed of, of disregarding the image of a Christian boy that I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll smoke pot all the time. Yeah, He'll yeah. be like, oh, he's not a Christian. A he's bad a boy. bad boy. Yeah. Real rebel. Yeah. It's convertible. A, driving around in a convertible. <laughs> Smoking joints. I saw those aviators you walked in with. Oh hell yeah, dude! Those, <laughs> the, this is a the only remnant I have from my old professional life. They're like three hundred and fifty dollars sunglasses. Oh really? Yeah, and I was a fighter pilot. Yeah, yeah. I used to be a Top no, Gun. My dad was yeah. a fi- fighter pl- pilot. Yeah, he flew. Uh, he flew. Uh, uh, he was a trainer for a lot of the pilots that went over to Vietnam. Oh fuck. Yeah, so he flew a T thirty eight jet, which is a trainer jet, and then he quit because he was afraid he was going to be cheating on his wife. Uh, Dude, and fighter pilots are like the fucking movie stars. 100%. Oh, yeah. How do you not get laid as a fighter pilot? They're the yeah. coolest guys in the world. Oh, my like, God. Even, in yeah. reality, they I haven't the even really considered that, but absolutely. They live, those guys literally like fucking insane. All of them are like, oh, yeah, yeah. if I die, whatever. <laughs> oh, dude, they're like, I mean, they might as well be like extreme skateboarders. It is or crazy. It's the same guy. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, there's, I had a buddy who works for the CIA now, but in high school, he was like building like, uh, engines on his own and like oh, re wow. like i remember he drew this huge he drove this huge uh uh it's like a boat of a car he called it like the green machine mm-hmm. and it had teeth on the front but he had made the engine it was like a eight eight uh, uh eight cylinder straight block engine Jesus. that he had completely rebuilt and like was making parts machining parts and he had like a string into the thing and he was doing skydiving like in college and then he yeah. got Onto like the fucking squirrel suit shit and all this stuff. It's a different like brainwave. Yeah, <laughs> I was just jealous of guys like that who like had skills that they were into oh, early in life. Fuck that yeah. too. Yeah, like, you know what you want to do? Go fuck your. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm drinking. That's about it. Yeah, I would always. I I would just be the guy making jokes. I remember when I graduated from high school, like everybody leaving to go to college. Yep. And like having a plan. Yep. And me just being like, how can I riff on this? Like, like, like <laughs> it's a, a good bit. Yeah. I just couldn't, I, I, I never figured it out. And then I failed through a half semester or a semester of junior college. And I met my wife and I was like, I gotta get my shit together and try to do this. But then I pretended and that's when I you was know, yeah. staring at the gun after a while. <laughs> going, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll staring at a gun. <laughs> yeah. Happier as a failed comedian than a success anywhere else. What were you doing job wise before that? I, I was, uh, I was, I was managing T-Mobile's. Yeah. For a lot of years, for ten years, and then uh, when I started doing stand up, then I started working at. Uh, well, I I shouldn't say that, that was all I was doing. I I had some uh, a marketing business that I essentially had one client, which was the city of Fresno. That's and good client. That was awesome. So I quit T Mobile to do this marketing for like six months, and made a shit ton of money, hmm. and then uh, started doing stand up and really, you know. And then I was like, I just need a part time job and. Luckily, my wife is cool enough to be like, "Yeah, hell yeah, sweet, go do go do the comedy." Is That's she good. a Christian woman? Is yeah. this the show uh, crashing? Is your yeah. life the show Dude, crashing? I, I cannot <laughs> tell you how frustrating it is to watch a man become famous. I know with my story. Uh. <laughs> That sucks. It, yeah. Also, it's such <laughs> bullshit, too, because in that shit, like three episodes in, he's like featuring for fucking blah. It's like his six month doing yeah. comedy. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I actually met Pete Holmes. 
I've told this story before on my, who cares? Uh, the, he, I, I loved this podcast in the beginning. Yeah. Before I was doing standup, um, maybe I just started. And I went, I, I drove down to LA from Fresno, went to the improv because he was going to be there. I thought it was going to be him doing a full set. And uh, he just did 10 minutes and then got off stage and like left. And so I ran out to him and I had uh, his book. Or no, I had a book, uh, The Alchemist, mm-hmm. uh, which is my favorite book of all time. Good book. And we had been talking back and forth through Facebook Messenger and and talking about it. He said, I never read it or whatever. So I literally run after him. He's like walking down the street to his car and I'm running after him screaming like, Pete! And then I reach into my bag and he, I could see him physically. <laughs> <Is that laughs> real? Yes. He visibly was like, oh my God. And so I left my hand in the bag and I'm like, it's a book. I have a book for you. And then I realized what this whole thing looked like. Yeah. And I started having the biggest anxiety attack of my life. And so I gave him the book and he's like, oh, th- uh, thanks. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's a book. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's cool, dude. I was just, see you later. Nearby, so. Yeah. And I, 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 I don't even know you. I don't even care who you are. <clears throat> yeah. And I, I was like, uh, he's, I remember him asking, is it fiction, nonfiction? I'm like, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, I, it's, no, it's, it's fiction, but it's like true. I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I know you'll love it. And yeah. then I, I like walked away. <laughs> he just bombed that interaction. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <clears throat> I do that with everybody that I admire. I do too. I, I'm the worst at that fair, show. Yeah. It sucks. I'll watch some guys be able to just like, like you know, Brian Vokey. Yeah. Brian Vokey could meet the president. And would be like fucking with them by the by within ten minutes. I can't do it, man. It's, but I, feel like I, I could do that. People who aren't and not not Trump either. I'm just, not, right, right, just right, the cool idea guys. of a president. People make it political. People I look up to in comedy is like that's like I don't know. That's hard for me. It's like those are like gods still. Even yeah, though it's the same. The only guy thing. I've ever been uh, that I was really cool in front of was Todd Glass, and I got to be on his podcast, and we became friends, and we've hung that's out, nice. and. I was just like, why can't I be fucking cool <laughs> every time I meet somebody? My one was Eddie Pepitone, but it was oh, not Eddie's a comedy cool. scene. It was not outside of comedy. Really? So we were just able to fucking bullshit, and it was less. Yeah, there's something about like being at a club and seeing like one of the guys to where I'm like, hey, I'm a, I'm a comedian, too. When, yeah, when you're yeah. trying to be a peer, I guess. Because I, yeah. I work at TV for sound, and I like come across celebrities constantly, yeah. and people I look up to in comedy and stuff, but like... I don't know. Maybe after seeing them for a while, like I don't give a fuck about you right. at all. Oh, my brain does the thing where I'll be in awe of them, and then I'll be smart in my head and be like, "Oh, they're just another person yeah, like anybody else." Yeah. And then I'll be kind of grossed out by them. Yeah. Well, what happens to me? <laughs> that is that goes, oh, it's just another person, and I'm like, "Well, I'm afraid of regular people too." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> fair. Fuck, this doesn't help. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh, it, yeah. My the anxiety stuff is just it's it's no it's no fun. No, it's not good. And when I when I step on stage, you probably feel the same way. A lot of that anxiety dissipates. Well, yeah, because it's a one way conversation. I don't right. be like I don't have to anticipate what they're gonna say or do or act. Like it's just me yelling at them. It and is. Then yeah, goes away. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, I'm like I'm terrible in social interactions, especially at like parties and things like that. Yeah. Like terrible. But I, I could go on a stage or in front of a camera. I don't give like I yeah. feel nothing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's very strange. It's my, It's all who I how I perceive the person in my head. Like if I put them in a classification like above me in whatever sense that is, it's harder if it's It's back to that judgment thing we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That's Jesus not working in my life. (laughs) Gotta get Jesus (laughs) in your life, bro. You know what? This is, this is now a Jesus podcast. Yeah. 
Well, I used to like, even when I was in Fresno doing stand-up, I was still trying to be Christ-like and not be a Christian. When I say Christ-like, it's just be full of grace and love everybody and accepting of everybody. Yeah. yeah. And I remember moving to Los Angeles. One, there one instance, there used to be this place called the Murder Room. I don't know if you guys re- remember that. Wait, was that, was it a house? Yeah. yeah Brian, uh, Brian, uh, uh, Biancardi. It was his house. Was he was living a, there. A room with nothing in it. It was the back room. Yes. Yeah. And it was and it was insanely popular and was so much popular. fun. And Ben Ben and, and Brian would host there. Ben Avery and Brian Biancardi and Jace would host sometimes, uh, Ben's brother. And uh, it was great. But I remember seeing a guy in the backyard who was kind of alone, kind of kicking rocks and like and I, I remember going up to him and just being like, hey, brother, you, you, how's it going, man? You having a good night? And him looking at me like, there's no way anybody in this town is being nice to me yeah. for no reason. You want something. Yeah. And immediately turned on me. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck do you care? And I go, oh, I just saw you were by yourself. Didn't yeah. look, you know. It's so fucked up. Welcome how, to Los Angeles. <laughs> how weird it is. Dude. And then six months later, that same person, instead of reaching out to me, wrote a Facebook post about me without like naming me but it was that exact interaction and how that that was a good thing and i was just like okay all right but, but in I, that moment you're like well okay fuck yeah, yeah well yeah. and i really cut me off from a lot of people of scary dude yeah because I, I i mean in my mind i understand like any uh, a 10 minute interaction with somebody where you genuinely care about them can actually change a person's outlook on life yeah. you know at least for a moment and just trying to be kind to people and see people as human beings and not worry about their status or you know all that how much money they have or all that shit just being like how are you, are you okay no really are you all right like mm. come give me a hug man it's all good dude you know life sucks sometimes and we're all right going now. through man, it. he is a, a sweet you, he man. said you were a nice guy and a good guy before you came you're a nice dude i was telling him if i, I had one guy Too in a foxhole and my team. <laughs> yeah, he said he wanted you in his foxhole. He we're said I would dance. get shot immediately by him. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'd just be, are you okay? You're like, we're getting shot at. I'm like, Kevin, <laughs> God damn it. Brother, you need a hug? But do you need a hug? <laughs> now that, but it's, it, it, LA has definitely like, has uh, it changed you in a worse way, you think? Yeah, it told me. It told me a lot because yeah. I, it makes sense. I, I used sense. to think of myself in like those terms, like you guys were just saying. You know, like, I'm a nice guy. I'm a yeah. great. I'm great to be friends with. I'm a good person to be friends with because I'm a nice guy and I'll be here for people. But then I kept meeting so many people, and it was like it was hard for me. Like I couldn't be close with anybody. You know, with yeah. The, I, well, so, you gotta. It's the boundary thing, right? Right. Yeah, that's right. tough to, to to delineate and what's right and what's wrong. And you do meet so many people in comedy. So many people are so fucking negative. Yes, I it's would. It's very say, difficult to mm-hmm. keep that uh, keep that going. And I would say, like, because of the city and the way the industry is, and everyone's here to get famous or whatever. It's like, innately it's competitive. It's a city of judgment. It's an, and it's 100%. innately competitive. Yeah, you're supposed yeah. to be judged and judging. I I thought I would. I re- I remember having the thought. I, when I go to LA, it's like I'm starting over. I don't have to worry about this ultra religious uh, like judgment, and you got to be perfect and all this shit. Yeah, it's and, a different way of it, and uh, it's a hundred percent the yeah. same. It's yeah. like even worse here, like yeah. the, yeah. the the virtue signaling that the popular well, term people are calling or whatever. But it's it's that, really yeah, out really there. bad too. But and in stand up itself is you are judged by how well you do yes. every night. We like mm-hmm. by your peers, literally people can watch you and be like, you are not good at this. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, there was a, the group of guys that I first like connected to. Cause I was really, I had, I still have good friends from Fresno and like, I, I really value relationships as much as family because I don't know, you get to choose them. And uh, so I would like, I'm going to find my boys and we're going to hang out. So I started hanging out with this, group of guys, Ben and Jace were 
two of the guys in the group, but there was, it was bigger and there was, it would get really negative a lot and people would be fucking assholes and they were all drunk the whole time. I didn't realize cause I was high as shit trying to be cool. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but I remember the conversation would often go like, Oh, there's my buddy Tony on stage or whatever. And, uh, they'll be like, uh, that guy fucking sucks. Yeah. That guy sucks ass. And I'd she be like, so cancerous. There's too. also yeah. nothing worse than being the one high guy in a room of drunk people. That's true. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it's so 100%. It sucks. I, I was that all the time. That's I'm high out of my mind. I'm We're in a bar. There just shows over yeah. and there's five drunk friends yeah. and I'm high out of my mind. And I remember the conversation uh, delineated into them yelling at me, who do you hate? <laughs> They're just going, come on, fucking, who do you hate? Let's talk some shit. And, and I'm like, I, I don't know. Uh, I kinda, all of you right now? <laughs> yeah. I remember saying something like, I can justify almost anybody's actions based on their history, and it's kind of a lack of free will, and, you know, people are inherently good. And, <laughs> and, they're, like, and they're like, yeah, but who sucks? They're like, yeah. you're a fucking pussy, dude. <laughs> and I, like, left with, like, tears welling up in my eyes oh, man. and just being like, I'm never going to find another group of friends now. Like, <laughs> that was it. You're such a sweet soul. Oh, dude. But you're right. That's the right way to be. And comedy fucking makes people. It's not even comedy. I don't think it's just comedy, but it is just the uh, entertainment industry. Yeah. Yeah. It's amplified in comedy. I think that's innate is judging people. But Mm -hmm. I I think it's also young comics. Young comedy, it's like earlier on, I think you're douchier. And then once you've been doing it, could be a wall, maybe a defensive thing to be like that. Yes, I think so. But I've been doing it for so long that it's like. Yeah, I don't like that guy. He's not funny to me, but like, I don't give a fuck. You know? Right. Well, a and B, like, anybody who can get up there and make people laugh, I respect you. Sure. Even if you're doing the hackiest bullshit, fuck, as long as you're not like innate, you know, stealing somebody's stuff intentionally. Right, right. It's hard. This so, is so hard and scary. Good for you. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, there's some people that I hate out of pure empathy because I don't know why they're doing this to themselves. Sure. But there's certain comics out there that have been doing the same jokes. They never work. And you see them with a notebook and they're always like writing and like thinking. Their whole life is comedy and they suck I know. ass. That's, That's so hard, sad. Man. And That's it's hard. so sad. And I'm just like, Ugh. I remember I had a hard conversation with one comic because he was like saying... He was talking about, uh, I just feel like, you know, we, you should give up, but you can't give up. You just got to keep going. You got to keep hustling and whatnot. And I remember looking at him. I know who you're talking about. Right I'll, I'll tell you who I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to. Uh, everybody, everybody probably knows who I'm talking yeah. about. There's a lot of these guys, though, too. Uh, but I remember looking at him, and there was other comics around, and I felt like shit because they all laughed. But I said, I go, uh, buddy, I mean, if I'm being real, there's some people who should quit. Yeah. Like, immediately but that's you're doing that's the nice thing to do yeah yeah supporting that delusion is yeah. not nice no mm-hmm. it's it's not good like truth isn't always like uh, and, sweet and well, like no matter how hard you work at it like you have to be born with a little bit of funny in you, it's just, and, and you yeah. even if like, that's you the case do. you have to be fucking lucky like and all well, yeah to be successful you got to be real lucky a lot of luck involved yeah well and i'm not i I, I always like I'll look at like why why am I not uh, further along you know in, in my career I'm like oh I just don't I haven't worked that hard but luck is a huge big part of it it's a it's huge a lot of part who of you it. know a lot of a lot that's a lot of it a lot of who you know a lot of it dudes I know who are doing well it's like somebody takes them on the road and gives them those right. opportunities that's a big part of it I yeah. just keep hearing I need to suck and fuck my way to the top and I've been doing that nonstop <laughs> but you're I'm getting nowhere I have AIDS I have all these things going on. <laughs> No one will put me up for a show. Well, in the now backyard. they're worried about getting sick. 
Well, yeah. You got to get ultimatums fair. up front, you know? Right. You're like, I'll suck your cock, but I need Sign five minutes. Maybe. Plus, yeah. you're going to want to fucking suck guys that are in the business. You're just fucking and sucking dudes. I figure it's LA. Like someone's got to be in it at this point. Yeah, I'm you can't just be blowing the cable guy. A couple of guys. He works in TV, technically. Retail. He works with TV. We got all the channels. Yeah, I guess. I'll suck your dick. I'm going to suck your dick. Yeah, this is not really working out. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a fucked up business. I, I have resigned to myself, and it's just like this is what I'm doing, successful or otherwise. I'll be under a bridge or whatever. And my well, you got a wife and yeah. kids, right? Yeah, there yeah. you go. When you don't have that, and you're 35, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. Then it's you're a little like, harder, right? Right. I've always, uh, I was always afraid of the that life. You know, I grew up in my hometown. My dad's still lives in the town he grew up in, and I was always afraid of that. And did everything the opposite, but now like I go back and my brother and sister have kids and they own houses and I'm like, oh my mm-hmm. god, this looks so nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my brother owns this huge house that looks, he could easily afford. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> here would be like surrounded two, by love all like the time. Two million dollars here. Yeah. yeah, like who are you competing against though? Every day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm in a two bedroom apartment in Sunland. You know, living above a, a straight up psycho woman. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, who gets drunk and starts cr- screaming. Uh, every once in a while, which is a real blast. That's fun. Yeah, uh, she'll just be like, "Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you," like that just like, like that. Slightly entertaining. Oh, the apartment living yeah. is free cable. <clears throat> it really is. <laughs> I used to like why I swear to God, the apartment for a while, the neighbors would fight all the time, and I would just stop at their door before I went and like listen for a bit. Oh wow, like, it's good night. Mine's just dogs. <laughs> it's just fucking everyone here has a dog, and they bark yeah, nonstop. That's brutal. I don't like that. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's a trip, but I mean, I, I, I think the, the key is the focus on the work, you know, and, uh, and, uh, just constantly for, cause for me, I know what my life looks like when I'm not being creative, like when I'm not creating something and like, like kind of living out of my, yeah like the thing that, I don't know, I, I do feel like not to get the Bible stuff, but the parable of the talents, you know, where they gives a guy a, a coin and, you know, it gives three guys coins and some of them bury their coins and they bring it back and they go, nothing happens the exact same. And then there's the other guy that just throws it away and has got nothing. And there's the other guy that invests it, you know, that invests his coins and things like that. And, and I think the parable is kind of like you have these natural inclinations that you know you're good at, yeah. that you have uh, an yeah. ability for. And I think if you try to hide those things and not use them, it will result in your own depression, sure. your own detriment. I think that's, that's true. very true. But there's a, there's a line where you're like, all right, but also should I have another real job? <laughs> yes. Where well, it's like, we can still do that. And, like affecting yeah, it's this... Well, it's like Money. it's L.A. Exactly. Yeah, it's uh, I gotta make it. Whatever the fuck that means, right? Is like that's the thing. Yeah, define what make it is for you. Probably. Yeah, for me, it's a billion dollars. Yeah, I'm going. That's for my a, goal. It's at a least a bill. Mine's thirteen million. I, I actually 13? have it written down. That's a fair number. Yeah, I was like, that's if I have thirteen, we could get in some trouble with thirteen million. Oh yeah, absolutely. I want to be so rich that like. I own an island. I probably but like fly in underage girls. You know, uh, <laughs> You're like, I want to be Jeffrey Epstein for you. Yeah, just like a secret island where I, I don't have, think like, anything bad can come to help me bring them over. You'll probably die an old peaceful death. I think so. Like, <laughs> I'll be so rich it won't matter. No, yeah. there'll be no repercussions. Yeah. It's great. Hey, did you guys watch that Epstein documentary? I, I couldn't get through it. It got so know. hard. Oh, I, I love that shit. <laughs> I, I, Is it? I figure I knew everything, so I didn't bother. Is it? No, you do. You do know everything. That was the big disappointment about yeah, that documentary. Yeah, that one seemed that. Yeah, because the end is where he dies, right. and I was like, I don't want to know about 
the end. Mm-hmm. Like this shit's. I want to know what the fuck was who going killed on? him. Why? Well, that's what I was hoping oh, it was about. Was like a conspiracy yeah. deep dive, and I guess it wasn't. So. Yeah, or is he still alive? Like I wanted to get into that shit, and they just went over the facts. I'm yeah. like fucking facts. He's probably still. He's hanging out with Elvis and Tupac. Yeah, they're just chilling, <laughs> raping kids. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> People don't know about Elvis and Tupac. You know, they chill. Time. Oh yeah, yeah. They met. <laughs> yeah, you guys. You guys talk. Uh, well, usually on on this this podcast, what do you guys usually? Uh, Christ. You talk about the Lord. It's mostly the Lord. A lot of Christ. <laughs> um, a lot of pedophilia. We get those two mixed up sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. No, it's just dick jokes mostly. We just. Dick jokes, talk, talk about shit. comedy. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, no one's sports, like sports. A lot of sports talk. Rob's a huge sports guy. Oh hell yeah! No, I'm not at all. He's no, like, okay, <laughs> I am not either. But I will <laughs> enthusiastically. See, that's how good of a duty he is. He was yeah. ready to go. He was ready for me to be excited about sports. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though he's not. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll listen, man. I love I'll it. Get into it. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, no, Kevin's I, a big Path of Exile guy. Oh yeah, yeah. I played Path of Exile. Oh really? For a while. Yeah, you yeah. You playing now? I'm not playing now. Uh, I got into Modern war Warfare. Zone, baby. He's uh, in the yeah, war zone, Warfare. Yeah. I'm still a Path of Exile boy. Path of Exile was so great. I would be still playing, uh, but everybody was playing Modern Warfare. So like Bruce Jeez. Gray. Who, got talked into it. Yeah, he's, he kept. That's what happened to me too. He's like, you got to. Come on, dude. Yeah. Play it. I'm like, you play Path of Exile. Come on. You just have to read a couple of A lot of uh, things. Books, watch a, you know? Yeah, you just have to <laughs> watch hours of tutorials. And, yeah. yeah, a lot of math. It's a lot of math. <laughs> and after about 80 hours, it's really enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty I'm fun. I'm at 3,000 or so, and I'm almost <laughs> getting it. <laughs> dude, I uh, we will not talk about this for very long, but sure. I... I dude, I worked so hard on this this uh, <laughs> character. What was the build? Uh, it was a it was a zombie build. Sure, and uh, it was it just didn't. It, it I spent so much time and energy into it, and then I was like, <laughs> if I'm at level ninety eight, then uh, I'll be able to yeah, finally that's get. That's why it. that game's fucked. It's hard. Oh, it's it's so like fucked. there's always the next thing, and once you see through that, oh, you're like, oh, this is all meaningless. Yeah, yeah, but that's why I love it though. It's like some the min maxing and the like everything is so, so minute pointless. and complex. I, I get to the it. point where I'm like, <laughs> I see through this, and none of this is real and i'm a fucking loser <laughs> well that could happen with any video game yeah but with war modern warfare you're like on a team there's like uh you're at least it's other people you're talking to yeah path of exile is very even and though it's, it's gratifying a it's not really. it's gratifying <laughs> it's, right away like, yeah the, it's uh, very isolating it is path of exile yeah i can't do i like it games. a lot though yeah i played world of warcraft when it first came out i played that for a few years i, I played that religiously for many many Dude, years it, it sucked me and there was a there was there was uh, uh, people. There was two couples, and they ended up both cheating on other people that were in the guild. Oh, oh so yeah, one of those guilds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so excited. Well, I played it late at night, so I'd always play with people from New Zealand, uh-huh. and so like but, yeah. people like that. Too. And they would. I remember like the the wife flew to Florida to oh, fuck damn. one of the other guys in the guild, and like. And that was, was the guild bulletin was oh. uh, bulletin. Sharon's a whore. <laughs> yes. Also rating it for it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, minus DKP. It split the guild. It split the guild. It was a <laughs> rift. Yes. And one half went with the wife. The other <laughs> half went with the husband. Well, yeah, you got to pick a side in a divorce. You should have a stand-up <laughs> joke about that. I know, oh, man. There might be a lot of backstory to explain. <laughs> so much. And a lot of... You're surprised. I'm so always surprised how many people don't know about World of Warcraft. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I figured like it's weird when you. That's another thing that bums you out with stand up is like 
well, these are the things I like, so everybody must know about it. Right. And you're like, people are like, we have no fucking clue yeah, what you're you talking about. You can't be too about. niche you got right? Well, and there's so many people that feel the same way about things that you don't know about. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I can't tell you how many times I've stood in a circle of people riffing on somebody or something oh, yeah. that I have no idea about. And like... The, the podcast I do, the guy, you know, they love conspiracies and joking about the dark shit. So they're like doing, they're doing some Kyle Rittenhouse joke or whatever. Or the, the kid that uh, shot two, you know, th- two or three protesters or whatever. Oh, oh yeah. And uh, not, not too long that ago. One, yeah. And I'm just going, I don't even know who is this guy. And they're like, you don't know who the fuck Kyle Rittenhouse? And I'm like, yeah. I, I don't watch the news enough, man. I'm sorry. Like, you get your fucking head I'm bad about saying. that too. But uh, I, yeah, it's all. I get my news from Reddit if I'm, if I'm. Yeah. Browsing that page. <laughs> I mean, you can now with all this stuff, all the entertainment, you can literally do nothing. You don't have to know about anything else except for what the one mm-hmm. subject. Yeah. You know, I'm watching Norm MacDonald compilations for oh, 12 I hours. Do that, do that so for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, this he's is the good. best. It's easy to do. He is the best. Uh, he's amazing. I love Norm MacDonald. His, I wish uh, the podcast is the greatest thing of all time. <laughs> Absolutely. My favorite part about that whole podcast is a Holocaust you should watch it. <laughs> Whenever Adam Eagle brings up a number, no matter what what it's related to, Norm stops the show. And Adam goes like, ah, oh, god damn it. And Norm's like, talking about numbers, huh? What is it? Six million. This guy doesn't believe six million Jews were killed. Yeah. So funny. That is a good that is a good bit. Like I've I've done that with uh with with the guys be like, uh, hey, can we be real for six million? I think it was really that's a lot. It's a big number. Yeah. And they're like, ah, I know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. What do you got? So what have you been doing uh I know you've been doing some gaming. How have you been staying sane? Are you doing any uh, Zoom shows or anything like that? I've done one Zoom show. I I decided not to do any more after They're terrible. that. Yeah, um, I did I, one exactly as well. I was I was at the the I, comedy store uh, two nights ago, and oh, they sure. asked if I wanted to go up and do uh, one of the shows behind the glass yeah. on the patio, and I told them like, nah, it, really, it's all right, and I felt. And it was the anxiety. It was like, I well, was yeah, like, you've oh. been up there in a minute. It's the store. Yeah, yeah I look that. like shit. I'm I just haven't like, seen that setup. It's parking lot, just a glass. No, like it's, you know, the patio? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right where that glass is, people are standing in the window talking yeah. out to the patio. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll get back into it. Uh, I, I just, you know, it was, it was, I was sideswiped with it because yeah. I wasn't expecting to go. I literally felt like shit. I wasn't going to go, but. Uh, Bruce was was going because he's moving out of town, so we were kind of hanging out more. Oh, he's leaving town. Yeah, yeah, he's moving up north, really? Wa- Washington for good. Uh, uh, for like six months to a year, he says. All right, uh, but <clears throat> yeah, he doesn't have a PlayStation, so I don't know how we're gonna play Warzone. Yeah, together. what the fuck, dude? Uh, that's <laughs> the real bummer. The group. That sucks, man. I'm sorry but, to hear that. Oh, here's it. Here's losing a squad mate. Here's a story. So last night I'm at the comedy store for Bruce's official going away party. And uh, I have gout. I'm a million years old. Nice. Uh, I, have, wow. I, I get gout attacks. It sucks. And uh, I was talking about it with something, and it was somebody. And then the lady at the table across from us was like, "Who has? Did somebody say gout?" I'm like, "Yeah." So I'm like talking to this this lady about gout. She's she's like, "I had I had it. I, I I get gout attacks too." And I'm she's like, "I don't know what to do. It's it sucks. It comes out of nowhere." So I'm like going over medication and like what. I don't eat and like the I just got the specialist and I'll get you the information. She's like, please send me everything and uh, here, give me your phone. And so she goes on my phone and she goes to her Twitter page so that I follow her so we can communicate. And she hands the phone back. She's a fucking porn star. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And so then I get the phone back 
And I, from the outside, I don't know, but I feel like my, my demeanor had a, to have completely changed because <laughs> there's literally like, she hands me the phone back. It says that I've just followed her and there, the video on the top is her eating out some other woman. And, <laughs> That's and, how you got the gout. Like gout in my pussy. Yeah. 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 Your pussy. It's a sugary pure, pussy. <laughs> uh, the uric acid levels in that vagina are off the charts, man. Uh, <laughs> are you that drinking? Gouty piss? asshole. That's Do you know anything about that? <laughs> and uh, yeah, but I felt like, and then I was like trying to like be cool and like, yeah. It's, 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 Whatever. You care, it's you know? Yeah, but I uh, uh, incredibly faithful to my wife. I, I don't. I try not to take step one. So I hate women. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I. But so I was like, kind of like, oh. Uh, but then yeah. Uh, so I came. Is she a famous porn star? Or obviously not super famous. Famous you know. enough. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, famous right. enough. Wow. Yeah. Give me your info after, and I'll pretend to be you. Yeah, I'll tell. I'll tell you who it was. <laughs> pretend. We yeah, talked seriously. about gout. You remember not me? The person nah, I shut up. It's me. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah oh man i didn't like my buddies were like uh, what was going on over there pal yeah right and i would just i because they knew you know and i was just like oh she's the gout or whatever like sure <laughs> sure she does it's about helpful kevin it's about gout. She's trying oh, to help Lord. her with her gout guys <laughs> yeah, i had two really good looking girls talk to me last night and they give me shit for it nice and i would uh, I, but it's not nice <laughs> like, <I'm> like, <laughs> it makes you yeah. it makes me uncomfortable because i'm just like eh, i don't want to that's funny because i there's part of me that's like a sweet autistic kid that's like wants to be like, uh, man, you're really beautiful. Like right. you, you, you're a pretty girl. You're so pretty. Like thanks for <laughs> a pretty girl. You're so easy to talk to, and I love it because you're so beautiful and it, it's nice. And and then there's like the sick fuck inside of me that's uh, like, God, I want to see your tits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's me who's like, Kevin, you're, you know, I'm like an alcoholic in my mind for women. So I'm just oh, like, I got that you're too, powerless right? against the vagina, Kevin. Just walk away. Mm, absolutely you're true. saying hello. That's step one. You you're piece a smart of shit. Man. God damn. Yeah, dude, I, that, I'm telling you, dude, I don't take step one. I try not to be alone with women just because I am I just don't. Can you just hang out with Rob more often? Or I need a fucking life guide. coach. Be his life coach. Dude, feel free to reach out, man. You got any questions? Next I'll, time you're at the store, just let me come along. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. He does my buddy Kevin. Anyways, what are you doing? Yeah. No, feel free, dude. I'm down. I love I love hanging. How often are they doing shows there? Or was that just every night? Every are they night? really? Yeah. Oh yeah. shit! I didn't know. That. I mean, that's that's real up, light man. turnout. You got to wear a mask until you get to your table. No more than four people to a table. It's all outside, but things are starting to. I want to come check it out. People are figuring things out, finding ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. And to get the fuck out of the house. Well, uh, what do you got coming up? Anything you want to? Um, I, uh, uh, I I should have a uh, uh, a, a CD releasing or okay. a, 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 a special CD. or whatever you call it. <laughs> a yeah. cassette tape. Yeah, I'm gonna have a reel to reel, eight track <laughs> recorder. No, I got a. Uh, I'm gonna be putting up a 50 minute set of nice. mine. It's gonna be a compilation of different things. Uh, called Kevin Tinkin, a famous comedian. Uh, <laughs> Love it. And uh, yeah, so that should be uh, that should be coming out um, in uh, January. Okay. So sweet, we'll, sweet. We'll see. We'll see how that turns out. Cool. You know, Self publishing, self criticizing. You know, the quality's not good. The material shit. <laughs> but you watch suck. It. Also, I'm gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just me looking into a mirror. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, uh, check out Brain Jail. Brain Jail, uh, Brain Jail podcast. Okay. And uh, uh, I also have uh, 170 episodes of my old podcast. Oh, wow. Uh, which is Ripping and Skipping with Evan and Kevin, which is... Uh, so many rhymes. Com- oh, yeah. It's, it's completely an evergreen podcast. I, I really... Like the work we done on there, and cool. Uh, what's your uh, What's your Instagram handle? At Kevin Tinken, T I E N K E N. Beautiful. There you go. Yeah. Um, well, I'm sure people find you there. Well, uh, let me know when the special comes out. I'll do a 
Yeah, hell yeah. We'll put it on the thing. Give a little retweet. Yeah, man. Uh, thanks for coming, buddy. I'm Rob on. Comic on Instagram. At Rich Roy Comedy. At Rich Roy Comedy. And we will see you boys next week. Goodbye, you guys. Goodbye. Hey. <laughs> thanks, man. Thank you for coming. Clean yourself up with this rag. You might want some ointment because you'll wake up with a rash. They probably won't call you since you're not into butt stuff. We told you already that they've